Hey, it's me, Carrie Jones, and this is Be Brave Friday. Be Brave Friday is uh, where Shauna or I, um, from Dogs Are Smarter Than People and Loving the Strange, um, and me just being a random author in Maine, we share people's unedited and unfiltered stories so we can all celebrate the big and the little brave things that we do all the time, which is kind of cool, honestly. Because um, sometimes we don't really even realize we're being brave. Um, I hate my face. So me doing this recording, I also hate my voice, is an example of me trying to be braver, but not really the most brave thing I've ever done, hopefully. But it's all about the big things and the little things. And uh, this week, Sean is sick, so I am doing it, being brave. Um, and uh, we have a really good story from Jordan. Um, and we are so grateful, Jordan, for you trusting us and, and sending it in. And we're sending so much love to you because we know you're having a hard week. Um, ready? Here's Jordan's story. So I don't know how long this is going to take me to put together. I really thought a lot back and forth about whether or not to even reply with this, but I think I'm going to just for the sense of talking to someone outside my normal circle. I know this isn't probably what you were looking for when you mentioned a story, but this is something that's been weighing on my mind for a little while now. Back in 2014, when I was still a freshman in college, I made the decision to start coming out to my family. My mom had been estranged for reasons that is a whole other story. She's not the same person she was when I was growing up, so it's really hard to gauge who she is as a person at any given day. When I wanted to open myself up a bit and come out to her, she responded in a way I assumed she would, being married to a Southern church-going Bible thumper. She told me, I don't agree with that, and not to bring it around my sister, who was 10 at the time. I was very disappointed and went on with my life. I kept my mom at a distance because if she didn't want part of my life to be highlighted, I wasn't going to filter that. She just wasn't going to get any of it. I went through my college career, struggled, thrived, made friendships and experiences that have changed my life completely. I reluctantly invited her to my graduation, not even knowing for sure if she'd come, simply because that meant she would actually have to make the trip. Cut to 2020, where it's the hell year for everyone. I've moved back to where I grew up to be closer to a few family members of mine. My mom begins communicating with me to inform me that her marriage has fallen apart due to infidelity and other personal things going on. My concern only lied with my sister. She's a young adult now, but she still has no skills of being able to navigate the craziness that will surely come about with my mom. My mom never knew how to do anything for herself, and she always burned any bridges she made with people, so no one was ever at the ready to help her if she needed it. I knew that if I didn't step in, my sister was really going to have an even worse time than she was already. So I took time off work to get my aunt, her sister, to help me find a place where my mom could live. Having no income and no job experience in the last 18 years was going to be extremely tough, but time was of the essence. I managed to find a place and help her get moved in. Honestly, I wanted either two things to happen. I wanted her to just leave it at that and not communicate with me anymore. Or I wanted her to change back to who I knew she was when she was someone I looked up to. That's so sad. 
I find it hard to find the kindness inside myself and have to go out of my way to constantly help her when she chooses not to help herself. I don't know if it's actual trauma, Jordan put that in quotes, but there are so many hurtful things and happenings that she doesn't acknowledge or anything. In her mind, she may believe that it never did, but the things she said, she still said. My mom was never accepted any has never accepted any responsibility for herself. And that just takes a toll after a while. My mom has shoulder surgery next week, and I'm dreading it more than anything because I know she's going to need help. And the only one who can offer it or is even remotely willing to is going to be me. It's hard enough working in the public during an ongoing pandemic in a Southern state where the government could care less about the constituents dropping like flies. Now I have to balance, I have to find a balance of keeping my income at a steady rate while also babysitting my impossible mother. This past year and a half or so, I made a vow to myself to try to keep a positive outlook and not to lurk so much in negativity. This situation kind of makes me feel like I can't do this without kindness, but it's so hard for me to feel like I can put kindness forward in this. I know this isn't your problem. And this may be heavier than what you expected in any kind of response to this. I'm not even 100% sure this message is a solid, coherent thought. It is. It is, Jordan. At times in this scenario, I feel like I'm a bad person. But at the same time, I don't care if it does. Even growing up, I always felt like the kingpin of my family. Like if I wasn't there to hold everyone together, it would just fall apart and the damage couldn't be undone. To the point where now I would rather be isolated and alone than have to worry about it. I guess my question through all of this is how can you put forth kindness in a situation that just constantly drains you? I know it's not really a comprehensible question, but a part of me just wanted to type these thoughts out because I feel like if I mentioned it to anyone close to me here, it would make me seem, for lack of a better word, this really isn't the right one, like a sociopath. I think you're a wonderful person, Carrie. And I'm very sorry if this was exhausting to read or just too impersonal in any way. But thank you for even presenting me with the idea of being able to just send a thought out there to another person whom I weirdly feel I can trust with that thought. I th hope life is treating you properly, and I'm wishing you all the peace and joy that I can. Jordan, I'm wishing you all that peace and joy too, my friend, because, and also, I don't know if you heard her, but my dog barked down there right at the end. I'm sorry. Um, just keeping it real. Um, but Jordan, you're not a sociopath. You're a kind person who's going above and beyond for someone who hurt you. Um you are an amazing human and just the act of taking care of someone, even if you can't do it with a happy smile the entire time. And even if you're doing it well, you're hurt, especially when you're doing it, when you're still hurt. I can't even think of anything kinder. You're allowed to vent Jordan. You're allowed to have feelings and I'm proud of you for being brave enough to vent because it seems to me like you spend a lot of time being the best person that you can and a lot of time maybe feeling a little guilty for having negative emotions 
but you're allowed to have hurt and pain. It's okay. Yeah, it makes you human. And us humans don't have to be saints all the time. We're allowed to take care of ourselves and protect ourselves too. I wish Shani um, wasn't sick because he would have some very big feelings about this and show them all in his very big guy way. But Jordan, I can tell that, you, that we have your back and we love you and you're doing something amazing and you're being so brave because you know it's not easy and you're still taking care of somebody else. Like you've been brave in so many different ways. Brave enough to share your story, brave enough to admit your feelings, brave enough to take on this pretty big challenge. And I hope the surgery went well and I hope the healing goes really fast. So proud of you, Jordan. You've done something really big and you are the best kind of person. You're infinitely brave. Thanks for sharing your story.